This well, good morning, little brother. Is early break with Zip and Jay. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Weekday mornings from 6 to 8 on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. I hope you all had a better Monday than Calvin Ridley had of the Falcons. <laughs> Calvin Ridley of the Falcons, Sip, uh, did not play several games this year because of personal reasons. We didn't know what that was at the time. I don't know if it was this or not. If he's got a gambling problem, I don't know. Mm-mm. He says he doesn't. He says he doesn't. He says he only bet a hun- uh, like 150000 I saw 1500 Oh, 1500 Okay. Oh my God! I, I'm sorry to Calvin Ridley. Calvin, yeah, it's, it's quite a difference. Yeah, fifteen hundred. Yes, what he he claims to have gambled. Hey, big correction. So Calvin Ridley apparently again betting on sports at least fifteen hundred bucks gets him suspended for the entire 2022 football season. He's losing million. Someone said this this is the worst bet ever made. Yeah, it is the worst bet ever made. If you only if you only bet fifteen hundred bucks and you're losing. Millions upon millions of dollars. It is the worst bet ever made in the history of sports God, betting. Don't you think? I mean, come on. Don't other. Would it really shock you if there's other NFL players that bet on games? No. He did a fan duel. That's something where you're, you're just trying to find the best players and, and get the most points, essentially. It wasn't like betting straight up games. Yeah. Fan duel. Yeah. Well, I would It's a little be bit so... different. Yeah. You're picking a roster. Yeah. I like, got it's you. not just. You're not picking all Falcons players. You, you're, you're depending on the other. Players across the league. It's, it's like it's like your fantasy football, essentially. Yeah, you see why it's a problem, though. I right. do. Uh, <laughs> I also saw this re- regarding a comparison of, of players who have been suspended and what they did to do this. Ready? Are you ready for this in terms of the NFL? I'm interested. Ray Rice, remember that? Uh, beat a, yes. Beat his fiance In an elevator. Got a two-game suspension. That doesn't seem... Doesn't seem just. Adrian Peterson. I mean, I'm saying that seems light. Adrian, for, Adrian Peterson had a felony child abuse. Right. Suspended for six games. Huh. Greg Hardy beat his girlfriend. He had a 10-game suspension reduced down to four. Hmm. Zeke Elliott hit a woman. Six-game suspension. Calvin Ridley suspended a full season for using FanDuel. Hmm. And Josh Gordon is basically been, was gone for several years for smoking weed. Interesting standards there, huh? Hmm. Well, I mean the, I mean the message. I mean the message is you can't gamble no matter what. Um, yeah, yeah. That's that's interesting, huh? That is startling. It is. Hmm. So there you go. Sorry, what Cal- to do with rough that. day for Calvin Ridley? But he'll be he'll miss a lot on millions upon millions of dollars because he played FanDuel. That's unfortunate. Uh, it was a good day yesterday, Sip, for Nebraska basketball, and what has been a good week and a half for them. Alonzo Verge, uh, co-Big Ten Player of the Week for the first time this season, and Bryce McGowan's another honor, Sip, eighth time as Big Ten Freshman of the Week. This still might be the, the final week we see them as Huskers, though, sadly, where they are clicking at the right time. Is there any world that exists, any world, where Nebraska has a chance to keep Bryce McGowan's, or is it 100% he's gone? Oh, I don't think you can ever say 100%, <clears throat> but I was talking, I, you know, I was doing some basketball stuff this weekend, and I think the way I put it in a column was um, 
it's a it's a near certainty. That's not what I said in the column, but it's a near certainty um, that he'll that he'll move on to the draft. It, I would not count on him c- coming back. I don't know how I can say it. You just you never know, I guess. But no, it ain't it. come on. This isn't. Don't don't what, lay around. Know, that's why don't I, don't I, don't. Come on, this isn't happening. That's why it sucks because <clears> Nebraska <throat> again. You're you're starting to see this team click at the right time, and it, it took ninety percent of the season to get there. And now when they're playing their best basketball, you literally might have one game left, and that's it. You might have one. If you lose Northwestern, your season's over. There is no second game. There is no postseason. It is over. You know, you're not going to get Bryce McGowan's back. Is my bet. Safe. It's a safe bet that you're not getting Bryce McGowan's back. You know you're not getting Verge back, so you're not getting your top two players back. But I think it's it's a possible. You're not getting Lat Mayan back. Okay, you're not getting Lat back. It's a possibility you get Trey McGowan's back. And it's a possibility you get Derek Walker back. It's you know, and you're getting Wilcher back. If you got Trey McGowan's back and Walker back and Wilcher back, that's I mean that's that's pretty good. Can right. you get another Bryce McGowan's type? Can you get a, another superstar freshman out there? I mean, I'm sure that they'll, they'll go after it and try to make that a, a part of the recruiting pitch for <laughs> yeah. this offseason. I don't know. Um, it's, yeah, perhaps. Um, you know, Will, you know, Will Breidenbach will be back, too. That's true. I wonder about Eduardo Andre. Um, I don't know about him. You know Kobe Webster's done. Um, right. It's going to turn around again. It's got to turn around pretty significantly again. A lot, though, the ones to watch are Trey, Trey McGowan's and Derek Walker. Those are the ones to really watch to see. Maybe they can coax those guys back. A lot of interest yesterday regarding a Lincoln native that is hitting the market in terms of the transfer portal. Yeah. Donovan Williams, yeah, Lincoln North Star, went to Oklahoma State, never – he didn't play a lot down there. I was looking well, at his stats. He did, he did not play a ton. He did he, he did register minutes. He did register points. He was never going to, you know, never started. Yeah, though. he injured his knee. Yep. He suffered a, a knee injury um, uh, in his freshman season. So that held him back. But, yeah, he's in the portal. Do you have an it? Do you think Nebraska will, will seek him out? Because, again, look, go back to his time at Nebraska. You know, he was a, he was a commitment to – he was a commit to Tim Miles. Tim Miles gets let go, and Fred Hoiberg pretty much says, or Abdomasi, whoever said it, says, I, I, you know, didn't exactly make that a commendable offer anymore. And so he goes elsewhere to Oklahoma State. As you said, he gets hurt, doesn't play much at Oklahoma State. Now he's back in the portal. I, I wonder if there is interest a second time around from this staff, or if they still say, "Now we're, we're good. You you can go somewhere else. You're not good enough for this level." I don't know. Um, but there's a lot of curiosity out there regarding will, will Nebraska sniff around on Donovan Williams? Yeah, there's some curiosity. I think you got to you got to. I mean, you first got to check that knee. Um, how that how that is? Um, he never was able to break it, as you said, in, into Oklahoma State's lineup. He suffered that injury, Jake, that knee injury, midway through his freshman season. Okay, his freshman season, it limited him to just six games played. Okay, um, and this season he averaged this season he averaged three point one. Jake, I'm doubting that Nebraska makes a push for him. I, I'm really doubting it. They didn't. They didn't the first time around. I don't see it the second time around. 
he'll end up he'll end up at a, yeah, I don't know where he'll end. And this is not a guy and again it, it would be probably a poor look if he was coming if he was coming off of a 14 <clears throat> points a game at Oklahoma State and he was actually meaningful there. Uh-huh. But when you had an injury, you're only averaging 2 points a game right now. 3.1. I mean, whatever. Yeah. Thank you for being precise. Precise there. We're trying to be precise. We are trying to be precise. I don't think you're going to have people having an outcry. Oh, missed out on him again. Didn't go after him. Don't care about our Lincoln kids at mm. all. Table that. Yeah, that's not I, I said you won't, you won't right. hear Yeah, it. right. Table that. Uh, we got a hot take on the text line. Is it from wet? No, I, I don't think this, this is not wet. Uh, 402-999-4620. This is regarding Trey McGowan's. Okay. Trey, not Bryce. Trey. Someone says, I hope Trey... Leaves. He is the dirtiest player I've seen in my life. He's the player you don't like whether he is on your team or not. I really don't like the guy at all. Do you feel huh. that Trey McGowan is a dirty basketball player? I told you you didn't you didn't watch the game on you was you listened on Sunday. I watched I it. listened to the broadcast. The the play they got McGowan's ejected, flagrant two, right? Johnny Davis gets a steal. He's, he stumbles. He was not tripped. He stumbled. He's going up for the hoop, but he's not going to take the shot. So Trey is going up to block it, realizes he's not going to shoot it, tries to pull his arm back, and it comes across his head. And it, look, it looks for a Wisconsin fan like it was dirty, like it was intentional. Obviously, I'm biased as a Nebraska guy. I didn't think it was intentional watching it, and, and it wasn't even clear until they saw like a third view of the play that it might have some sort of dirtiness to it. I don't think it was intentional though. Okay. Do you do you have a dirty vibe for McGowan's? Um okay not necessarily. Okay no, not necessarily. I I would challenge you on this. Okay. I'll challenge you on this question. Okay. I would call him a very hard-nosed player. What's wrong with that? I would call him an enforcer. I would say he's the toughest kind of the toughest player in that regard that Nebraska has had in some time. I would ask you since when? Toughness? They haven't had a lot of Oof. that over the years. Is it Petaway? So are we, are we talking Petaway. about defense here? Just well, just because Turan was not a great defender. Turan was a great offensive are you, player. Are, was, what, are you sure of that? Are you sure about that? Petaway could defend a little bit. Yeah, but he but he was known for his offense. He was he scored sure, 17 sure. points a game. He was so when's the last team. time they've had a hard-nosed, tough guy? defender? Lockdown guy that was kind of feared. When's the last time they had that? You should know that. Well, I got to think of it. You know, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's been a while. I, I think it has to be. I mean, was it during the Miles days or was it during the Doc I days? I got to go back because Doc was a defensive guy. Yeah. You know, Miles they play defense. They, they can score a little bit more. The point is, they haven't had a lot of that. He's a, he's pretty rare at Nebraska in recent years. Like someone says Glenn Watson Jr. was he a, was he no. a dog defensively? Nope. He was good, but he wasn't a tough. He was he didn't have a hard edge. To him, he wasn't a guy that other teams would look at and say, "Be careful with that one." No, I'm just trying to think of like there just hasn't been a lot of that. Like guards in the past it doesn't have to be a guard. Doesn't have I know. To be a I'm guard. trying to think of big. They don't, Nebraska yeah. doesn't have a history of bigs, though. Right. A big history, at least. I don't, I'm I mean, trying to think of a guy in yeah. my college days. No, watching they haven't Doc's had a lot teams. of that. You can't think of many guys they've had like Trey. He's a hard nosed player. Hmm. Hard nosed player. I don't, yeah, I don't have a name that pops up in terms of a great defender that, that people hated going against. I'm sure it happened. I'm sure there's a guy out there. But I'm just it's just kind of – Lance Jeter, was he a great defender? Pretty good. He was okay. 
Yeah. I go way back to Carl McPike. Okay, that's a, that's a long time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, if we're going back that far. Oh, Harrison's looking at that play. Harrison, keep that. I want to look at it. when. Yeah, when... Sip's watching through the glass right now. Oh, here now. it is. I'm watching through the glass. I'm seeing it oh, right now trying, live. Look, he's pulling. He's not going for the shot. Oh, he pulled back. Yeah, You're he right. Pulled, exactly. He pulled yeah, back. Yeah, he pulled back. Because he knew he wasn't going for the That's shot. That's not a he dirty play. He tried to pull across. That's not a dirty play. Right. It just happened to bring his arm across his head. That's not a dirty play. I agree. And he got ejected for that. That was a flagrant two uh, foul. That's a, that's a bad call. <laughs> right. We're doing this on no, Tuesday. Uh, no, I'm telling high, you. But... Strickland and – sorry, not Strickland. Uh, Kugler and, and Hummel – didn't know what was going on for about two minutes. They showed the one back. replay. So, okay, now yeah, that's what we're looking yeah. at. Yeah, I guess now I'm getting why Nebraska fans were starting to think, okay, this is this is getting ridiculous. Right. Yeah. That's what happened. Yeah. Okay, we have we have a good suggestion about somebody who was an actual tough defender. This is a name that you've probably forgotten about from, I think, my college days. So, like, it's like 2013 or so, maybe yeah. 14. Okay, you're going to give me this name. And then I'm going to tell you why we should be embarrassed that we, we well, don't know this. Go ahead. No, no, we should not be embarrassed. Yeah, we should. No. Go ahead. This is a this is a player that was never an offensive player. He's a Nebraska yeah. native from Alliance, Mike Peltz. Remember that guy? I, he yes. was that, that was a dog defensively. Yeah, he's a dog. He was a good defender. Okay, the reason I'm embarrassed is, I don't know, you ever hear of On the Block, the show? But that, we're going since then. I know oh. Strickland. I, I, you said the last great defender. Yeah, that's back in the nineties. I, I went to Carl. I hope McPipe. wasn't that far. I went to Carl McPipe in the. 80s. And I'm trying to think of guys that would have existed the last twenty years that would be well, since Strickland, Eric Strickland. Yeah, yeah, Strickland would definitely fit the category. Strickland is the probably best example. And I can't remember if McPipe was the seventies or eighties. The old guys listening right now are going simple. He was the seventies. I. Maybe he might have been seventies and crossed into the early eighties. I'll look it up at the break. You know what? I'll look it up. Right I don't now. know if Alex March was a good defender. No, 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 no. Not known as a, not known as an enforcer. Not, wasn't a rib protector. Hoppin wasn't known as an enforcer. Rich King not known as a, kind of an enforcer, but not. He didn't have like a tough guy demeanor that you feared him. McPipe did. Carl McPipe definitely did. Um, Andre Smith maybe a little bit, but he was an undersized center. As was McPipe. Andre Smith and McPipe were from my day, and I loved them both. Loved them. They're great players. Andre Smith was a Big Eight Player of the Year. Don't laugh. He was an undersized center, and he was the Big Eight Player of the Year. He's great. He was a great player. If they had more Andre Smiths in this in this program, they they'd been much better. How about I, this? This would be Andre just, Smith was a fabulous. This would be just a little bit past Strickland, but this might be the best one we're looking for in terms of a guy that was always known as a great defender. Cookie Belcher. Oh yeah, great defender. <coughs> Didn't have the demeanor like Trey though. <coughs> demeanor meaning Trey's a little has a hard edge. Cookie had an edge. He's a nice guy though. I mean, Gowns is I'm sure a pleasant young man sometimes, but I'm not court. No, no, not really. Would you say? But you watched the replay. You thought not, that was, that's yeah, a bad. Was that call. intentional? We that's wasn't a bad trying to call. hurt Johnny that's Davis. A bad. He's in the air. What's he supposed to that's do? An awful call. He's trying to pull his arm back. Flagrant two on that. Give me a break. Yep. That's that does make you wonder when you see when you see right. calls like that. That does. Make and then you and then Verge gets a tech for just looking back for one second. Ridiculous. Yeah. Let's get a call from John on the Honda of Lincoln Hotline four zero two four six four five six eight five. John, you're on early break. Go ahead. Hey guys, how's it going? Good, John. Nice to hear your voice. Well, the thing about Strick is he was a he he could he was he could do both. He could defend really really well, and he could play offense. That's why we don't always 
remember him as a defensive stopper. And another thing I got is it's going to be really hard. I mean, I hope Bryce comes back, but I highly doubt it. But it's going to be really hard to get another guy like him, another one and dunner, because most of those guys want to come in and win and go to the tournament. And you have those guys to help you do that. And we didn't do that this year. And it's going to, I just think it's going to mean, I hope we can get one. Mm-hmm. But I think it's going to be really, really hard for us to get one in the next couple of years at least until this team and this program can show that they can go into, you know, to to Michigan State and Michigan and Indiana and wherever we go and the Auburns and win or hang with them. I mean, we haven't done anything until the last week of the season. I mean, I mean, I hope – I I am hope I'm I am wrong, but that's what I see. Okay, so I got guys. thanks, John. Thank you, John. Now that they did, I mean, they did hang with Michigan State. They did on the road, and they did hang with Michigan on the road. They did hang with some teams. Rutgers at home. Yeah, but they. I get where John. I I get where John's coming from. The Illinois or Ohio State earlier in their season at home, they went to overtime. Sure. Should have won that game. Yeah, they. What John? I would say they got to win. They got to win those games. That's that's what would draw more guys. And by the way, they still have a chance to go to the NCAA tournament. Hello. Well, they, they can't lose any more games at all for that to happen. They have a chance, but it's not great. Uh, Song of the Day is up next on Early Break in the Ticket. Feeling stuck in your current job? Looking for a career pivot? Are you a proven leader looking to step up? The University of Maryland's Robert H. Smith School of Business prepares students to meet challenges, solve problems, and obtain a profound understanding of how to operate in the modern economy. With MBA and MS programs offering flexible options to fit your lifestyle and goals. GMAT and GRE not required. Learn more today at go.umd.edu slash smithschool. University of Maryland Smith School of Business. Inspired. Fearless. Unstoppable. Wendy's 2 for $6 lets you mix and match some of our best items, like Dave Single with a 10-piece crispy nugs, medium strawberry lemonade with a spicy chicken sandwich, spicy chicken with a Dave Single, Dave Single with a strawberry lemonade, strawberry lemonade, strawberry lemonade, if you're into that. Chicken Sam, crispy nugs, crispy nugs, strawberry lemonade, Dave's, Dave's, nugs, nugs, Sam, Sam. Whew. Pick what you want at a price you want. <clears throat> Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's two for six. For a limited time, price and participation may vary at U.S. Wendy's on the card only. Single item at regular price.